Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Natalie Strayer, the founder of Visible Weight Loss Clinic, where they support you through the process of establishing your weight loss goals, identify the reasons why you've been unsuccessful in the past and put together a plan for you to execute. And the huge separator here is, it's not just calories in, calories out. They talk about gut health, sleep, and healthy exercise. Beautiful. Natalie, welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh, well, thank you for coming on and for you know, sharing your story and, and diving in. So let's, let's get started. Can you expand a little bit more on you know, where are you today with your business? And who is it that you love to work with? I started this business actually earlier this year. So I love working with clients, especially women, because I think you said a moment ago, calories in and calories out for ladies, eh, we get a little over 40 and that math just doesn't work for our bodies. And we go to our doctors, ask our doctors for help to which they basically tell us calories in, calories out. We go to our gym, try to get help at at the gym. And you got a meathead who's just like, let's do some burpees. And then you end up, you know, talking to all your friends and they're like, let's go to Weight Watchers because we want the social hour. And ultimately, all of us are so incredibly different. And Mm. the core part of our health truly starts in our gut. If we do not have a good digestive system and an ability to exhaust and eliminate waste, it slows down so many different parts of our body. And women who do not have a good gut health, they are traditionally going to be overweight. Women who are not getting enough sleep. Sleep for women, we need to be doing eight hours a night or more. If we're not, it increases the likeliness that we're going to end up with really awful things like dementia. And quite frankly, it makes us incredibly irritable. So it also makes sure that we keep friends longer. Um, But then how that all plays into our hormones and how Mm. hormones, you know, uh, we cannot out diet or out exercise cortisol. It will win every single time. And, you know, the the final element of all of that is just making sure that we have that um, homeostasis within our body. So exercise, exercise for movement not just for reduction in calories. Mm. There, there is a lot of movement parts to this, and it's easy to see why it's like, it's, it's, it feels too much. It's too overwhelming. Can I just focus on this one aspect? It's like being a business owner. There's so much more to it. Just kind of just hustle, hustle, hustle through it. No, you, back to your point, you still need the, the physical health. You need the sleep. You need the mental ability. You need all these other aspects to this. So 
what what do you find time and time again with with your clients when they come to you when they're ready what is almost the the first hurdle or first barrier the one thing that you have to help them to either see be aware of or overcome you know time and time again i'd say honesty it sounds so simple but when i talk to someone they'll oftentimes my ladies will come and they'll sit here and they'll be like well a typical day i'm eating and they'll describe what they believe to be the most perfect balanced diet that they can consume in a day but they're a hundred pounds overweight and let's be transparent here if there was hormones are going to cause you to have some issues with maybe an extra 15 maybe 20 pounds but when we are talking about a hundred pounds of potential weight loss, the need then is let's have some honest dialogue around what we're consuming mm. because you have, you, 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 there's no way that you're eating 1200 calories in a day and you're still a hundred pounds overweight. And I get it because I said calories in calories out. It's not the same math. And that is a very true statement. But there's honesty around the calories we actually consume. And when we are talking with people who are our coaches and our consultants and our mentors, we have to truly be honest with where we are today, not just where we want to be or what we think is the right thing that we should be saying. When mm. we create an environment of just being able to be honest and have that trusting environment of being honest with the people who can help us that that's the perfect state that I try to create. I love that. There's something beautiful in that. This, this, the, what you just said there is that concept of trying to say the right answer. What I think my coach, my mentor, my teacher, the other person wants to hear. How many times do we all put in a situation and we we kind of know what the default answer is or we know what society says and we find ourselves saying this rather than hold on mm -hmm. what's my answer maybe this default i mean back into into our world when we talk to our clients about the fears they have the, the doubts what's holding you back what is the true controller and there's oftentimes the, the default answer which is you know oh, fear of success is mm -hmm. it really yeah and sometimes absolutely yes yeah, sometimes like actually it's not but we've been conditioned to realize here is the the problem the barrier and wonder why the solutions aren't quite working so that going back to your element of trust honesty being completely open what what are the the results how do things shift once you allow your your ladies to just be completely vulnerable and open how does that dialogue change things? It's actually amazing. Usually they cry. So, you know, the first indicator that we're having the right, we're on the right path here is we'll be reaching for some tissues. Um, and ultimately, you know, one step before we reach for tissues is that I help them understand that there's honesty is nothing to be shameful for. You know, there's a lot of shame associated with obesity. If someone mm. has a drinking problem, you can cover it up. If somebody has a, you know, other type of addiction, you know, you can almost kind of cover it up. But if we have a food addiction, or if we've got a problem with consumption, you're literally going to see it. And once you create this safe environment, where you can let that person know, there's no shame around what has happened. Mm. 
we can go ahead and correct it today. Today's the last day that you ever have to make a decision on your health journey. Today is it. Today is the day that we're at the crossroads and we're never going to have to sit across the table talking about 100 pounds again. It is a, it's, and then they have hope and you see the hope in their eyes and you see their demeanor change. And then when they come in, they're excited to show up. We have people, women who are just like, this is my favorite place. I never want to leave. They ask for jobs because they're like, can I just work here? Can I volunteer? Can I just greet people when they're walking in? Because mm. this becomes their entire safe space. Now that the, the way you're describing it, I can see energetically you you, you love this, you, you the passion with your, your business, but also there's the almost the relief in the words you're saying. I mean, with I, I tie this back into one forget yourself with the system that we lay out for our clients. In the first cycle, we avoid, then we tr get triggered and we react, and we make excuses. And by the excuses, we're back to avoiding, react avoiding, reacting, excuses, avoiding, reacting. And we stay in this cycle. What you I've described there is the the fourth step, emotional immunity, holding space this one place, which this is the this is the home ground for us, where you can be like, yes, I do want this. I am this person. I have done this. Removing guilt, worry, and doubt is holding space for that. Just holding ground there rather than making an excuse is so empowering, is so is. beautiful. But you need that safe the safe container until this becomes second nature for you until you can do this on your own that's kind of the building blocks so look this this business is obviously so passionate for you there's okay. so much wrapped up in this so for you as the business owner what's it like to have such a heartfelt business that you can help so many people um and yeah, you still got to juggle all the business stuff that comes with it what's it like to be at the helm of, of this kind of business exhausting <laughs> you know years ago um i'll never forget it one of my mentors was a very successful woman and she's um a believer as well so she's a christian mentor and i had met her when we were doing ministry together and she said to me she goes natalie your calling is where you're going to feel fulfilled but it is also going to be where you feel depleted She's like, it sounds like an oxymoron, but every time that someone comes through your doors and today I'm living it as they come through my business, 100, they get a hundred percent of me, but yet I'm running back to do the accounting in between mm. their sessions. I'm running up the steps to call to make sure that the bills got paid. I'm uh, looking to make sure where are we with this other device that was supposed to be delivered here three weeks ago and it's not here yet. Why haven't we heard back from that uh, coworker who is gonna come and do therapy? You know, the programs that, you know, someone called in sick to work and the programs that we have. And so, you know, they're getting all of this. Yeah. But that other stuff <clears throat> has to happen too. Mm. And that's where I think it's, I come home from work and I'm, there's just nothing left. It's, there's nothing left. I'm depleted. Okay. May I make an observation? Please do. Okay. Your mentor obviously helps you. I don't know who they are, what they do, but this is, they've guided you. And to have that statement of this is, oh my gosh, you're going to be so fulfilled and so depleted. 
lo and behold, what's happened? Now, now you're into our realm of the false, the limiting, the, the beliefs that control us. Now, I don't know enough about you to, to dig into exactly what that has happened there, but what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes first, the false belief or the results? Look at this. How much? I mean, you can play along. I may be completely off base here. I don't know. But is it possible that with this setting the scene, setting the intention, having this room rates as a program in your brain, that this is the world that you created? You are fulfilled. But if I have to be fulfilled, I also have to be depleted. Potentially. I don't know. If this wasn't true, if you could be fulfilled and not depleted, oh my gosh, what would that be like? Is that possible? Do you recruit? Can you hire some people that show up to work? <laughs> That's what depletes me is that I'm doing it all by myself and getting the, mm. you know, getting the support staff to be able to do a lot of the the things that I shouldn't be doing, you know, cleaning mm. down the devices, you know, being the technicians, the medical assistants, being the, doing the actual behind the scenes work and allowing me to do yeah. that, you know, the, to be the face of the business and not be constantly in the business. That is where I get depleted. Yeah. So where, we can play with this and it, it could be totally different aspects. Where do you find that you're, maybe fueling this where are where are things that from as you step out we're on the podcast now it's like okay well, let's step step away let's look zoom in on the landscape what could be fueling this what could be setting a seed some flow into this area that you <laughs> I, I laugh at this because it's all these things we say we don't want and magically oh my gosh it's it gets brought given to us into our life and it's strange how these things that we do I don't want to you know, break this glass. I don't want to break this glass. I'm so careful around it that I end up breaking the damn glass. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. If we can pinpoint one element of this that can remove that kind of depletion and staffing sounds like it's a big thing. Okay. What do you need? What do you truly need? Where can we start to put the right things in place? That could be fun to explore. Yeah. So I would say part of the problem with what I have attracted in my support. So complete honesty, right? That's what we that's, actually, that, I that's your that guiding light, right? That's, that's your, that's your <laughs> principle. I have, I have people in my life that I know have needed opportunities. Uh -huh. And I know where the, this can go. I know how big my, you know, the, the way that I've built the business up until this point, it's um, three different forms of revenue. And mm. one element is the content, which the content can be duplicated and distributed to other yeah. weight loss clinics that are all, that are not talking about gut health and hormones and sleep and exercise. Like they're talking about something different. So we could package that and distribute it across the United States or across the globe, frankly. But I see that massive vision and I look yeah. behind me at the people who need an opportunity 
And instead of me evaluating the person for what they want, I'm trying to drag them along with a vision. And that's probably why, as I'm having confession here, and you are now my priest, <laughs> is that I get depleted because I'm not just hiring somebody for a skill set. I'm like, mm. you have a need. I have a job that can be a career that you can do for the rest of your mm. life, but they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for the career. They didn't this ask for it. Is a beautiful thread. Um, this is, we've talked about this a number of times recently on the podcast, and I want to talk about it again. It's pressure. It is the the weight behind something. And this is a different angle from what we discussed before, but assigning assigning a pressure, assigning a weight to something. I think before we discussed it was this is my destiny. And it's like, shit, that feels massive. That feels way too big. How can it be destiny with a, oh, it's my destiny. It's, it's easy. It's, oh, it's, it's, I'm in flow. It's, it's my higher purpose. Mm -hmm. oh, that feels easier. With your angle, how can we, <laughs> in real time, how can we remove this pressure, just lighten this load? It may be too much. It, it's too weighty. It's too big. It's too much pressure on you. Because the vision is so, so big. How can you get other people to tune into your vision and really believe it and love it and come to, let's to straight back into marketing. How can you get people attracted to you rather than hustle and push to them? Attract and bring. It's like, hey, have, have you seen this? Have you seen where we're going and what we're doing? To give the vision, they'd be like, hey, take or leave it. Do you, do you want to be involved? Do you like this? Does this speak to you? A different flavor. It is. How is this landing? Because this is, it's so interesting to talk about this. I love the similarity, the sort of the, the thread between different, different industries, different business owners, but it's the same challenge of pressure, putting too much weight on ourselves, on our business, on our employees yes and that's what i do i put like you know there's too much pressure on them yeah but where does this pressure come from so what what is it let's, let's dig down what what's driving this pressure for you what is it what do you think it might be i believe part of it might be um i think there's a certain element of like responsibility that's in there hmm. I've taken a lot of financial risk that it waits in on my family. This is all not just, you know, I think some people think, oh, it's a business loan. That's called a personal guarantee. I might as well have put it, my name's on it. <laughs> you know, so there's, I, I've taken on this, um, mm. this financial risk. And I think there's responsibility that goes there that I have to battle with internally. Uh -huh. um, and it's not a job. And then the, other thing is my clients. When I can see people that when they get one side of me, when they get all of me, that I look in their eyes and they jump on the scale and they lost 10 pounds last month and they start crying because they're like, they didn't think they were ever going to be able to just lose 10 pounds. And mm. I feel like this responsibility for them, because if they didn't meet me, they would be down the same programs that failed them previously. Mm. so it's like I feel and, and I'm the only one giving myself that pressure like they're not saying it 
They're not like, this is life or death, Natalie. But I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to make this happen because if it doesn't work, you, you'll you die, which all of us are going to die. Mm. But I put that pressure on myself. So what's so scary about removing that pressure? What's holding this on? What will be missing if it's not there? I don't want to fail. I don't want to go bankrupt. So without the pressure without this huge responsibility and your consistent 100% in everything you do, it might not work. I mean, but it, I mean, then we could always say, you know, but it might work too. Like even without the pressure, it could still work. It's not like the pressure is the reason why it's working. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, logically you get this, but okay. in the moment, in the moment, oh my gosh, isn't it tough? Isn't it tough to, that is. to, to, yeah. to let go? I mean, we can talk, you know, let, let's take a different example. We can talk about money mindsets and the whole money stories that we have to believe that money is the source of my security. Oh my word. If you can reframe that story, because it's just a story. If mm -hmm. money has nothing to do with your security, well, now you just release, release this. You've just taken back control of what mm -hmm. money had on you and replace money with something else. The stories that we tell, we all live by false beliefs, limiting beliefs. They might as well be ones that serve us. Right. So what belief, what belief can we start to engage today? What, what belief can we start to install in yourself and anyone listening who needs this? That is the anti-pressure, anti-responsibility. That is the, I'm not saying we give up and don't care. Far from it. But it's the stress and the weight that we bring to this, which is the challenge. So the irony around this dialogue is that I literally say a similar thing about how we think and talk about food to my clients, that we're not giving up food. We're mm. redirecting the energy that food gives us into what it produces for us. We're not giving up family vacations. We're not giving up family, you know, uh, sitting down across the dinner table with each other. We're not giving any of that up. We're not giving up what food is relative to our lives. We're just changing yeah. the relationship with it. Okay. So who would Natalie be without this pressure? Um, well, I'd probably be 15 pounds lighter. The irony of owning a weight loss clinic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd, um, I'd be sharper. It wouldn't take me a month to put together a course. It would take me a day. Mm. It wouldn't take me, um, uh, uh, six months to write my book. It would take me about a weekend. There's what happens when I get, um, like really afraid of failure and when I like obsess on all of the bad things that are happening versus mm. obsessing on the good things that are happening is that my creativity diminishes and I become almost paralyzed where I could just climb in bed and I'm physically struggling for just physical movement. And mm. I'd like to say that that is the extremity, but it's not. That is what I will on a Saturday and a Sunday that's when I get home from work, 
that's what happens is that all I can think about is just laying in bed. Mm. So if I removed all the weight, changed the way that I'm thinking about the responsibility and the finances, my employees wouldn't feel like there's so much burden on them. Yeah. My husband would get to see a completely and totally different person. My kids would go on bike rides. I'd be able to produce my content in a fraction of the time. And I would do like, I would be like the poster child of opening up a business. Nice. Shit. That's a lot. I know. Right. That's awesome. So I want to just, I want to end this with tying a parallel between your business and what you need. I truly believe that we all serve, teach, coach, help in ways that we definitely needed in the past. And on some level, we still do. It doesn't mean that we're out of integrity. It just means there is something so magnetic that if we can see this parallel, your business, the visible weight loss clinic. What it sounds like you need right now is the invisible weight loss clinic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, isn't that fun? And if we can, there's the word fun. If we can bring some play back into this, not pressure, not hustle, not grind, not depletion, but fun, play, humor. Because that's lighter. That's where fun comes in. So to tie these things in together, to find what do you do? How do you do it? How can this actually help you if you just change a few words, if you just do a quick reframe and lose the guilt and frustration that I should know this stuff? To hell with that. It's a different level. It's a different situation. You're a different person. All these things change. So, hey, Natalie, this has been so, so much fun to break this down with you and just discuss Thank you for, for sharing, being so honest, your guiding <laughs> principle through how you help people and also how, how you're trying to build this, this mission, this empire. I love it. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed our conversation and having some laughs with you and um, appreciate the feedback and the advice. Oh, you're, you're so, so welcome. Let, let us know how it goes. We'll maybe do a part two with, okay, what's, what's changed? What's happened? Oh, my word. Do fantastic. So, hey, look, Natty, let us all know. If anyone's curious about what it is you do or want to find out more, where can they find you? I'm at visibleweightlossclinic.com. Perfect. Well, everyone, if you're, if it sounds good, it's like, hell yes, I need some of this in my life. Please, please go and check it out. But Natalie, thank you for being here and thank you for playing along. It's been, it's been so much fun. Agreed. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> See you next time. Bye.